and and even have a little bit of flexibility in the way his time was managed so that I did have some blocks of time where I knew I could focus on working and really like be fully focused because even though you can kind of, like sometimes babies are just sitting there and you can theoretically work you don't know how long it's going to last and I just always found it was hard to get my brain like fully in that mode. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. Welcome back to the last episode of our series, Work Mom Cracking the Code to Success, where we reveal hacks to managing life as a mom and an entrepreneur. Today, I am chatting with Erica McKay from Niche for Design. Erica really makes real how the entrepreneur freedom that we all love gets affected when you have a baby. She explains and shares her hacks to managing expectations, managing your own role, and how to let go of certain things. Let's get chatting with Erica. Hi, Erica. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success balancing life as a mom and a working business owner? Yes. Thank you for having me, Mode. Um, to be honest, I'm almost two years in and I'm not sure that I know exactly what the key is. Sometimes I don't feel like I really have an authority to answer that at all, but there are some things I have figured out. Nice. And I think the biggest one for me has really been letting go of some level of expectation and structure that I was used to having in my life yes, and being a bit more flexible, which seems a bit ironic, I, I guess, to some degree, because it, it's almost impossible being a mom as much as, you know, a lot of us become entrepreneurs because we like the idea of being flexible and in charge of our own schedule. And that's helpful in being able to manage being a mom. But we also understand that then there's a tiny human that doesn't care how much flexibility you need. And sometimes you're just going to have to drop everything and, and adjust to, to that. So yeah, I, I think being flexible in a lot of different ways has been the real key. And, and it's taught me a lot about how to let things go and kind of go with the flow a little bit for my own purposes. And even with my team too, right? A lot of my team are also moms, so they can relate for sure. And now I can too. Now you can hold each other up. Yes, yeah. Help each other out. Yeah. yeah so tell us sure. about you and your business before being a mom. I know you are super organized. We're going to talk about that. You are structured. So tell us about that. Yeah. Oh, man. Having a baby is the ult as an entrepreneur in particular, is the ultimate test of your business. I think I've always had the mindset of trying to be very organized and structured in how we do things. Um, in and we've always done that for the purpose of something we call full role coverage, which really had nothing to do with being a mom, but does conveniently work quite well in that, you know, we, we've tried to have higher positions and approach projects in a way that we're all a little redundant because you never know something could happen and you might have to be off for, for whatever purpose, or you may choose to be off and go on vacation. And I wanted to make sure my team could always do that and have it not be stressful so that model turned out to be really useful when it came time for my version of an entrepreneurial mat leave. Yes. Um, 
yeah, like I, I was able to take a little bit of time off, which was really amazing. And my team, like I, I really did check out for a few weeks in a pretty big way. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, I was able to kind of look at things and how we were growing and, and look at my role a bit differently and, and make decisions accordingly with how our team was continuing to evolve. So yeah, I, I think that paid off for sure. So anyone who's thinking about starting a family, really putting yourself in that position of like, how do I make myself a little bit redundant here as much as is possible yeah. um, is, is very, was very helpful. I love that, that you took some weeks off and then kept coming back, you were looking at what is your role? So tell us a little bit more about what changed, what were you doing before that you decided not to do anymore? Or what did you take on that you were not doing? Yeah. So my role actually did change quite a bit afterwards and I wasn't necessarily expecting that to be the case. And, you know, sometimes you just got to be open to opportunities when they come up, but the big piece of my role that I hadn't been able to fully pass off was kind of the sales and development side of the business. And I did have members on my team who were comfortable enough with our design process that they could step in a bit in a sales capacity if we had an opportunity to come up and, and that did happen. But I realized that was still sort of the bottleneck. And I, you know, a month or so in, I still wasn't really able, like I had a C-section. I wasn't, I didn't even drive for a while. Like I was not comfortable really going out a lot for that first bit. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I started to realize that that was maybe a problem and that I, I needed to make sure that I wasn't going to be the bottleneck. And so I ended up hiring someone. So Leo was born, my son, Leo was born in March and I ended up hiring someone in June who I already knew. And it was one of those like right place, right time, reconnected, like just everything kind of lined up. And so I ended up bringing her on and she has a design background but also had enough of the sales background and understanding of that side of things that she's now does more of it than I do. And so my role has become a little bit more operation side, even administrative sometimes, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a temporary thing, but still been has been a good experience to sort of see in a, a piece of my business that I hadn't been involved in as much for a while. So yeah, it's, it's again, just kind of going with the flow and and trusting that things happen for a reason and yeah, <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it, it really did. Yeah. What challenges did you face trying to juggle both like you, once you came back to your business? Yeah, I found it really difficult to manage my own mostly expectations yeah. on going back to like scheduling. Like I'm I am a very organized person and I like to time block, but I'm also a bit of a rebel, they say in that I like to be flexible. I like times when I can do what I feel like doing and I love my work. And usually what I feel like doing is work, but I can't always do that in my capacity as a mom. So I had to really um, even get more strategic with how I was managing my time. And so I was really lucky that, and, and I think in general, we're lucky that we live in a time where it is more normal now for both parents to be involved Yes. And so my husband actually was able to take a bit of a paternity leave. Nice. Which was amazing. And and even have a little bit of flexibility in the way his time was managed so that I did have some blocks of time where I knew I could focus on working and really like be fully focused. Because even though you can kind like sometimes babies are just sitting there and you can theoretically work, you don't know how long it's going to last. And I just always found it was hard to get my brain like fully in that mode. Right. Totally. Yeah. I'm sure you can relate to that. 
Yes. So yeah, I, I think that was really important. And and certainly the fact that my husband was able to do that, but I had to be the first year, especially before Leo started daycare, I had to be really mindful of, you know, my parents were here for four weeks. So, okay. I had a little more structured time and then they would be gone. And then my schedule all changes again. Yes. So that was difficult for me just on a personality level. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dealing with that. I can totally see it. I love how you talk about the flexibility, but also the freedom of you wanting to be an entrepreneur was for that reason. And now you're <laughs> juggling with that freedom and the, the challenges that brings. Yes. So in your time blocks, what are the key priorities that you focused on that you kept for yourself? Yeah. I mean, on a personal level, and I'm just in the last few months starting to really build this back, but I am getting to a point now, like Leo's in daycare, that first year is harder than any, nobody told me how difficult that first year of daycare is. Uh, he loves it, but just with illnesses, like I, you know, he started in January last year and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah I'm working full time again. Like, this is great. And then he's off at least one day a week for six months. So that was one thing for sure. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, yeah, that was a big thing, just adjusting to like the daycare mode. And, and then once that got going, I was able to build back in time for myself. Like I try to go to a yoga class every week. Yeah. So that's a really big one. Um, I do, I have time blocks for like some of the marketing stuff that I know I need to do. And that's imperative to the continued growth of our business. Yes. Um, I have blocks, time blocks for my team every Monday. We're all in the office and it's focus on team and it, I protect that very heavily. I love so it. yeah, those kinds of things are really important. I think. Yeah. What tools did you implement for yourself? What helped you? Yeah. So Calendly is my best friend. <laughs> and I know there's lots of other similar tools to that. Yeah. yeah, that I think it sort of took the personal aspect in a good way out of managing meeting times. I know you use this, I can't remember if it was Calendly, but you use a similar tool as yeah. well. Love and it. it just made me feel less guilty about trying to fit people in. And certainly there's still really high priority things that come up that I might shuffle around for. But for the most part, if someone wants to meet with me, I don't feel so guilty saying well, I'm only I'm not available for three weeks based on what you've offered. I can just send them a link and let them figure it out. Yeah. So that took a little bit of guilt yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, totally. What would you say would be books or resources that you would recommend for moms to try to keep organized or grow their business, like keep their priorities? Yeah, I think time block, like more of a practice is the time blocking thing is a big one. Um, something like Calendly, depending on the kind of role you're in, of course, but if you're in a position where people are trying to book meetings with you a lot, being able to protect your time, but in a way that's a little bit arm's length. So same thing, like having an assistant that's managing your meetings, can that can also help um, not feel like you're saying, make it easier to say no to things that you need to say no to, or at least have blocks of time where you're open to those opportunities. Okay. That's a big one. And then, yeah, I mean, finding some way to kind of check out a little bit, whether it's going for a walk at lunch or whatever it might be. I mean, we promote like our whole thing <laughs> is like corporate wellness in the built environment. And so we talk a lot about this with our clients. Like, how do you set yourself up for success in your space so yeah. that it's making you feel your best? And so I think determining what that means for you individually Maybe it's having a standing desk. Maybe it's going for a walk at lunch. Maybe it's having a great tea collection and taking a minute for that, but really trying to intentionally infuse those kind of moments into your life yes. are really important because that we don't always have control over it, but it's those little bits of success that 
can make a big difference. Yeah, totally. I love it. <laughs> What's your best advice that you would share for new moms or moms getting ready to get back to work? Yeah, so definitely warning about the daycare not necessarily giving you immediate full-time time back. I wish someone had told me that. That's something <laughs> not I to be the devil's advocate, but yeah, I totally thought you daycare full-time you're free those days are set but you're right yes. you're making... and even with a nanny we actually had a nanny for a while as well and even that isn't a hundred percent so understanding yeah I guess just understanding that nothing's a hundred percent and setting your own expectations of that from the get-go even with staffing I mentioned about you know making yourself redundant and thinking about that as you're building your team but that can still change I mean I had an office manager leave like almost towards the end of my mat leave year, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I had to like completely reimagine the plan a bit based on that. And those things happen. And so, you know, realizing no matter how much you prepare, it's not just like your birth plan, right? It's never going to go exactly the way you want it to or plan it to. Mm -hmm. um, at least I've never heard of an instance where it has. No, and so similarly, in terms of how you're going to manage your business, like yeah, set, set up some, set up a bit of a community and think about who your resources are and get some options in place as best you can. Yeah. But under, like, just accept ahead of time, it isn't necessarily going to go exactly like that. Sure. Yeah, things will not go the way you think. And then it's good to have a plan, but know that it not it may not go the way you plan. <laughs> yes. How do you continue to grow your business from here? Yeah, so we're in a real growth mode right now, which is very exciting. And um, so it's been good progressively over the past year, especially that I've been able to to take more focus into what the next steps are, big picture. Yeah. And yeah, so we're we're probably going to be hiring a few positions next year and really scaling up. I'm because I now have someone taking care of more of the sales side of things. I've been able to focus more earlier phase on the development and marketing side of things and, and think about what that's going to mean for our business. So I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. We've been, um, yeah, we've been connecting with a lot of kind of corporate wellness focused companies and aligning ourselves in that capacity to work with businesses like ours that really care about their teams and want their space to really support that. And as you know, the way that we work has changed so drastically Yes. in the last couple of years. So we're, we're excited to be part of that transition for our clients. And yeah, it's, it's very exciting times. Yes. I love it that you still focus on scaling up, growing, that that's your drive. That's your business. Even though you are still juggling it all, you're focusing on growth and scaling. I like it. Yeah. It's still my baby too. I, uh, you know, a different kind of baby, but my business is, is part of the picture in the same yeah. way. So yeah. yeah. I, that's what I've been saying this week. I'm like, this newborn is my baby, but I had a prior baby that I still yeah. have to keep like nurturing and keep being there, keep feeding. I got to keep feeding that baby to make sure like we're all happy and successful and things work out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it is tough because, you know, you're, you'll have days where like, I, I would have days where I'm just kind of fully in mom mode and you want to be in the business. And likewise, like, I don't think you ever lose that feeling of kind of one of wanting to clone yourself and be in two places. But... Doing both. Yeah. yeah. But again, then again, goes back to the freedom of you being able to choose which one you're going to do today. That's it. Absolutely. And I think that's the beauty of, of being an entrepreneur and being a mom, as much as it's an extra set of challenges, yeah. we, you do ultimately have the ability to design your life. Like you can 
design the way your business operates to function one way or another. Not to say it's going to be easy to do. It's probably going to be very hard, but it is technically possible. Um, And it's just a matter of really thinking about it and, and being strategic with the moves you make, right? Yeah, I love it. This is amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing all of this. I think it's going to be very helpful for all entrepreneurs out there working and being a mom at the same time. I really hope so. Thank you, Maud. Thanks. Thanks for joining. I hope you enjoyed this series and got as many tips as I did. As you know, I've been chatting with working moms who managed to navigate working through the challenges of balancing life as a mom and an entrepreneur. A few weeks ago, we started our series with five keys to succeeding as a working mom, which were take time for yourself, even if it's just 10 minutes a day, ask for help when you need it, Find a support group online or in person that can help you connect with other working moms. Don't be afraid of saying no. Get organized and make a schedule that gives you peace of mind. We then, over the last few weeks, talked to a few working moms to learn about their experiences firsthand. From the unexpected challenges they faced to their coping mechanisms and their best advice for new moms. Basically, during this series, we talked to a lot of real moms and gathered all their best advice. From realizing that you can't do it all, planning for life balance between business, family, and self-care is priority. Identifying your priority in your business is also important. Letting go of unhelpful stuff, tasks, processes, role that you're doing, anything. Be kind with yourself. Find out what works best for you and go with the flow. Thanks for joining. Tune in next week as we go back to our interviews with top realtors to crack the code to success. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today.